second episode of this season's Christian Creatives. And this is um, our second season um, of Christian Creatives. And in this series, we discuss sources of inspiration, practicality, managing confidence from creatives from a whole host of different disciplines. And in this episode, I am joined by Nikki Kirkland. Hello, Nikki. How are you? Hello, Laura. I'm good, thanks. Yeah, how are you? I am very well, and I'm very excited for our conversation today, so I am. I know, I've been looking forward to it too. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure that um, our, uh, our listeners are going to be really interested in, as well in what you have to say. Now, you are an owner and designer or within the Soho Studios, um, which is based in Edinburgh, and you are also soon to be an ordained, ordained local minister. So it's, um, this is an exciting time for you, Nikki. Yeah, the last year's been really interesting. Um, I've been in business for myself for about 15 years, and um, my, uh, my, my friend and business partner and I joined forces in November uh, last year to make Soho Studios. And in the, at the same time, um, I've been finishing off my probation for ordained local ministry. So I really like to set myself a couple of tasks all at once. <laughs> yeah, because it must have been like so intense, especially setting up uh, like, uh, well, like a new business. I know you were in business, but setting up a new business within like pandemic situations, that I say, that is so brave. <laughs> Yeah, well, it felt like we needed something to do, <laughs> and we we just we we we've been looking for a little while for premises that might suit uh, for us to work together, and yeah, just something had come up during during lockdown, uh, mm-hmm. and we just felt that it that we couldn't pass it up. We we just had to go for it. So um, I relocated um, from Pullman to uh, uh, Abbey Mount in Edinburgh. Uh, and that officially happened just at the start of this month. Uh, so yeah, that was that was quite exciting. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Because I remember you talking about how you really felt that this was like a this was like a gift from God. You know that this was like God's timing for you. You know to do this. Oh, totally. Well, I, I think just the fact that the the partnerships all set up and uh, the. My, my ordination's hopefully going to happen in October and it just means that although I'll, I'll be I'll still work outside of Edinburgh you know we'll take we'll take any business that comes <laughs> but I think just for me personally to have all everything based within the city so I live work and my um my calling is uh, done throughout the the Presbytery Edinburgh which I know will expand when that all sort of reshapes itself but you know like everything's going to be based in Edinburgh for me which just makes like coordinating all these different tasks just makes coordinating all that uh, so much easier if I'm I live 10-15 minutes from my studio now rather than a 40 minute commute down the bypass and the M9 and everything so uh-huh. it just it really just makes everything um so much easier which I just I, I do believe it's God's timing so yeah yeah definitely a big difference there uh-huh so with um with the studio what um what kind of things is it that, that you design 
Um, I'm really interested to know. We do everything. Uh, it's uh, we're quite. Kate and I are, are quite a bit of a. That's the thing that I love because when I was on my own, it was very much a. We do um, workwear embroidery and t-shirt printing. Whereas we're starting to diversify now, um, and our creative juices are getting to flow a little bit more. So it's really nice. Um, so my my main specialisms are embroidery. So I'll embroider. Um, you'll appreciate this. I do a lot of um, like horse rugs, saddle cloths, yeah. all that kind of stuff uh-huh. um so I do I'll do a lot of that kind of thing I do work where um I just design I put lovely designs I say lovely totally big myself up here but <laughs> I put um I, I come up with embroidery designs we put them on hoodies or anything so anything that you can embroider I kind of do that um we also do some print works for like t-shirts all that kind of stuff and um Kate uh, the thing that I love about working with Kate um who's my business partner is she makes and mends clothing so uh-huh. her she was in the bridal industry but wants to kind of come out of that a little bit um and so we're looking at sort of doing things like making underwear and uh, clothing and we make duvet gowns and all that kind of stuff so we're just putting because I studied clothing manufacturer at uni uh-huh. uh, and then sort of trailed off into embroidery uh, uh-huh. as my as my love um but just being back in with Kate means that I get to flex my uh, clothing making skills again which I haven't used in quite some time so I'm quite excited about that so we, yeah we're we're hoping to to try to to focus on like upcycled clothing to make yes. sure that you know um slow fashion and long-lasting clothing and all that kind of stuff so that's kind of what we do uh-huh oh see that's just it's like so exciting because <laughs> uh, like me well as you know I like my kind of vintage look yeah. and I like my um I like to buy vintage as well um so it is and I just love this idea of like you know of like you know finding treasures that actually then you can you know you can update you can give a new life to mm-hmm. um, and I think in this like in this kind of climate and the world that we're in now you know I think we do like need to kind of slow down a bit and actually like really kind of take care of the things that we've got yeah definitely I think it's not even that it's not just that for us as well Uh we're we're both we both really have a lot of uh, Kate and I are both really um when we we set up the the new partnership one of the things that we were really um wanting to to sort of focus on was well-being um that's Mm -hmm. like one of our we've got uh, that we set our core values and it was um creativity well-being and growth and that sort of growth is is anything from education to mentorships apprenticeships all that kind of stuff but well-being was really sort of like the 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 key thing of it and for us we're we're both really passionate about the the um the the life and um just the value of workers like in Bangladesh and China and Malaysia and and the fact that factories are not being taken care of and stuff like that so we we really care about that um and a lot of our suppliers that we're using we make sure that they're ethical like we've got brands that are um backed up by PETA um and stuff like that we've got uh, our suppliers are really making a push to have organic stuff but we really want to try and go for sort of like the upcycled thing if you've got a tear in a pair of trousers it's not the end of the world we can fix it um and that sort of stuff so it really is like it's it's just it's a, it's about well-being as well as um sort of reusing and recycling um stuff uh-huh. and that as well so uh-huh i it's um 
it, I, I, I'm thinking here that actually you're bringing the gospel into, you know, into the workplace and into mm -hmm. your business. Well, it was one of the things when when Kate and I were sitting down and we were chatting about like why we wanted to be in partnership together. You know, the main thing was is that we were both self-employed and just working ridiculous hours. We were relying. Uh, I, I was for I'm fortunate enough that my brother-in-law spends two days a week working with me, mm -hmm. so I have a bit of a backup. But Kate was kind of on her own, like completely, um, and and really I I am as well and. So the, the, the whole thing was to get together and support each other. But we've both got a passion um, for, for mentoring, for chaplaincy, um, you know, um, for, for youth work. Uh, so one of my things was that uh, I, I, I want to do stuff with uh, Workplace Chaplaincy Scotland, but also... Yeah. Just again, the well-being of uh, small small businesses, small owner, uh, small business owners, sole sole traders, that sort of thing. Um, I want that to be part of what I can do through the business. Uh, you know, I, I, I when I network, I get to meet these people and to chat and to just hear what what's happening, what's going on, and and you know, to to sort of just give them support and and bless them, even if they don't know that that that's what I'm doing. I'm going away and I'm praying for them after, even if they don't yes. know. But just to have that, um, and and Kate. Kate's not a Christian, but her thing is, is she's got a, a massive heart for youth and, and for, for people that come from um, deprived backgrounds. And she really wants to see like mentoring and apprenticeships and training coming up through. So we've got a real heart um, for, for being able to, to sort of like try and give people a step up and lift people up within the business. And, and that's what we want to do with it. And, and we, we've talked about sort of the fact that I'm training for ministry and about to be ordained. And Kate's really supportive of that, which is amazing. Um, and, and she wants to see that grow and flourish for me, uh, uh -huh. despite her not being a part of the church. But she's really encouraging of that. And, you know, it, it's, it really is amazing just how much it's come together and, and really how in my mind that, that we can sort of have this kind of gospel heart this this presence of Christ sort of within the community within sort of like the building that we're in mm -hmm. um, and 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 even if it's not overt like I'm not standing there screaming and waving a bible in people's face yeah you know people, Kate knows it and she knows my heart and and I'm the same I understand that and we just we go in um with this with this mentality and fully understanding that we just want to encourage and lift people up and it's amazing like I, I'm really excited we're coming up in our first year together in November um and we've, we've kind of just got settled we're we're moving in and now we just want to see growth and movement happen in those those areas so it'll be really exciting to see how that goes Yes, I just, it, it really is so exciting and I just love this, I love this, the thought of this, you know, this wee hub of like, you know, that's transforming lives and, and, and actually it's like, and how would you encourage actually other people? Um, because a lot of people think, oh, you know, oh, we can't do that. Or, you know, it's like big business and, uh, or, oh, no, that the, there's no opportunities for us to do this. But, but, but you are doing this, you know, you're, you're, you've got this vision, you know, to, to change lives within the workplace. Oh, I, I think, I, I, I kind of think there's, the thing that I've loved, especially about moving into the building that we're in, um, because the 
Abbey Mount Studios, where we're based. So it's on the corner of Easter Road and London Road, and it's the old Victorian school building that's there. And it's just, it's full of, of artists and creative people. And, and it's just people that are taking something that they're passionate about and they're just doing it and they're trying their best to make a living out of it. Uh-huh. Whether it's part-time, full-time, you know, weekends, whatever. But people are, are sort of building themselves up to make that. But the thing that we all want to do and from everybody that we see is just the support that comes in and whether that's a, a church-based thing or just a community-based thing. Um, I think it's just this the idea of just looking out for the other pe- the people that are around you. And being on Easter Road, the thing that I've, I've loved is... There's such a mix of artistic people and and all that sort of stuff, but you can see the people that really, you know, like you're walking past beggars on the street or somebody that's maybe sort of has a drink problem or a substance problem or something like that. And and the thing that I I just I love is just the, the heart of the community that's around there really wants to help everybody. So I, I think there's it, it's actually it seems like it's becoming easier to have this outward focus, you know, like you want to make money and you 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 want to support your family and, and pay your bills and do all that kind of stuff. Um, but there's there's ways around sort of supporting it. We, we were networking um, with somebody and there was a hairdresser and all the people that come and hire a chair in their salon gets trained as a counsellor so that when somebody sat down in the hairdresser's they because you just talk if you've ever gone into a hairdresser you just talk so they were just like covid times i know what we're going to do we're going to get all of our people counseling training Uh it's it's just that one thing that makes their business so different from everybody else you know there's there's so many opportunities to be able to do stuff like that i think it's just thinking outside the box and and it now I think COVID's really allowed for a time for people to get creative and just see how they can do what they how they can do what they love because things have changed we've been at home how can we do what we love but how can we support the people around us and it's really exciting to see how people are answering that question uh-huh I I love how this is how this how you're bringing this out Nikki about how actually when people think about being creative you know they think about uh or like being artistic but it's not it's about thinking outside the box and actually we can all do that you know in in all aspects of our life um, or maybe even just the aspect of our life that we're really passionate about you know and we can make a difference yeah, definitely. I think it's one of the things for me is um, during my, my probation placement, uh, I it was a it was a really difficult time because you couldn't be in the church and doing all the, the activities and things like that that you would really want to do for sort of like that final placement to get all the last minute experiences that you want to get that you've missed out of all, all the other placements or or yeah. just to kind of double up on stuff that you enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the thing that I loved was that I was given the opportunity to really reflect on, um, or, on anything that I wanted. And so I decided to reflect on creative worship. And I, I was reading books and, and I've, I've had conversations with people within the church. And I can't remember where it, wa- where it was that I, I, I was reading it, but there was a book that was saying, um, 
that it, it can be anything from like what you're saying it's it's not just about artists and musicians and poets but are you good with a spreadsheet like how how can you do that like if you can do powerpoint for your kirk session for for presenting that and then popping a spreadsheet together what can you do can you can you do that with for something with the cafe or can you support uh-huh. that or can you turn that into something else because that's a skill and a talent that a lot of people i can't do spreadsheets but some people have a real talent for sort of looking yes. at that and that's creative and that's inspirational and you the way that some people just look at that grid can do something and and it was just that sort of stuff that, that like the most practical basic things that people would overlook that's creative and you can use that in a creative way and an inspired way to do something and that was the thing that really spoke to me was it's it's not about the things that we highlight often like the artists and and the musicians and stuff like that they're amazing and I'm not detracting for that but it's the mundane day-to-day that is really sort of getting the, the the thing to to look at and just do something different with it and and I, and I and I I'm really inspired by that to try and sort of find out what the mundane day to day is that just makes a difference to people, and and can be used creatively and 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 I find that challenging, but it, it's a good sort of challenge because it makes your day different, and I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I and I think it it helps as well when you have got that energy from others, isn't it? Who yeah. you know who are who are thinking you know, like outside the box, because that can be really inspiring, you know, just to be like, oh, wow, they're doing that. I never thought that, oh, you could do it that way. And it and it gets you kind of thinking like that as well and gets you fired up. Yeah, and I think that's the thing that's really struck me in the last, as I say, we're just coming up to a year of, of sort of having the, the partnership official now and mm-hmm. spending every day with Kate when we're working, the, the fact that there's somebody else there that's that's got a, a creative or, or a different viewpoint is amazing because I've been looking at my embroidery stuff for the last 15 years and I'm quite creative regarding it but there was something we were doing a job for an upholsterers um, not that long ago and I was like this isn't staying in the machine how can we get this to stay in the machine and Kate was just like what about double-sided or like sticky velcro can we not just stick that and I'm like I can't believe that for 15 years I've had a roll of this sitting on the shelf and never considered (laughs) once that that sticky Velcro would be the answer to my problem. Mm -hmm. It's just that it's some, it's, it's, it's having somebody around that's just, you you talk to, you know, like you're voicing everything to. Uh And I think if you, if, if anybody's listening to this and they're feeling frustrated because they're like, I want to do something creative, but I don't know what, and I'm not that talented. It doesn't matter. Just get yourself into any group and just find like-minded people within your church, within your community, within your street and start having conversations because it's, it is ridiculous the way that your minds then start pinging off of each other. And all of a sudden you're just like this thing that I've been staring at for five years, six years, 10 years, whatever, all of a sudden makes so much sense. And we've got an idea of how to take this forward. And I'd feel less frustrated. And that's the thing that I found amazing in the last year that has been so worth it. Um, so yeah, definitely. Um, I, I've been loving, loving just the, the viewpoints that, that's been coming in on that. <laughs> Aye. Oh, that's marvellous. That really is. And so um, thinking about uh, 
like so see in like the the drier times you know because we don't always have um what well, that doesn't matter what's going on in life there is times when there's you know the energy might be a bit lower or you know there's outside factors coming in um and so I was wondering how do you keep yourself um how do you keep yourself focused you know what feeds you um what feeds your your creativity and your imagination I think for me it's 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 probably a combination of a couple of things. It's it's having sort of regular conversations with people that inspire me. So I've I've got Kate on as my business partner now on a day to day. Um, but during my last placement, I was placed at Barclay Viewforth, and um, the children's worker there, um, Stephanie. I find she, we've we've become really close friends in such a short space of time, and she's very academic and I am not but the thing that's amazing is that we've got a a a real sort of similar interest in in things like pastoral care and just just a heart for people Mm -hmm. and the thing that I love is sort of chatting to her on a regular basis she'll start feeding me um, ideas about stuff that she's been reading in like articles so these really academic articles that I would never touch she starts to sort of like feed me some of these that she thinks that might be of interest. And so that's something that then I, I hook into and, and maybe maybe still won't go in full on to sort of like, you know, the PhD research or whatever. Yeah. But it's it's a really nice way to sort of like just keep my toes in the water and sort of see what what's fresh and coming through in, in sort of the, the, the world of research. Or if it's that thing, most people will do, will have sort of like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, something like that. And I've I've curated my Instagram so that it's something that inspires me. It's not just the mundane, you know, sort of like folk just posting pictures of uh-huh. their or something like that. But the stuff that interests me, so the styles of sti- um, stitching that I'm interested in, like cross stitching or um, hand embroidery or clothing or Victorian clothing, all that sort of stuff. Like I've gone in and sort of like trying to curate my feed so that I'm seeing what other people are crafting and creating and so that inspires me. Um, mm-hmm. Even on a day that I'm just feeling absolutely down, I may come across like a, a, a cross stitch pattern or a shoe pattern or a dress pattern or something. I'm like, oh, that's amazing. That made me think of something like this. And and I think it's just, I think all it is is just having good people around you that that inspire your conversations, even on the days that you don't want to. If somebody's just like, it's cool, don't worry about it. Let's just talk about inane stuff and have a coffee. Mm-hmm. or you know like uh, the, I've been reading this book and I think this would be of interest to you like I had a friend who is a graphic designer and I'd been talking to her saying that I, I've been getting into like Celtic monasticism like I've been uh-huh. reading it and she went away and was on Instagram and was like actually Nikki I've just seen this post on Instagram that I think you would love and it's a, a course on um Celtic mindfulness Maybe you want to check it out. And it's it, it, and so it's like other people know what I'm interested in and so start throwing it my way. When, so when I think that there's nothing out there or I just can't be in the mood, other people are chucking it in my direction. And yes. that's what gets me going. So I think it's just having sort of like a good group of folk around me. Uh-huh. And, and if, if somebody doesn't have that, there's people out there, there's groups out there. It's, it's 
it's something that's becoming more accessible now because people are aware of these things. There's so many artist collectives or readers groups or something like that that you can go in and join in and definitely become a part of that if you feel that there's nothing local. And now everybody has Zoom. Yes. <laughs> so that's the thing, like, you could join a, a, um, an online drawing class in America if you're just like, I want to go to a drawing class, but I don't know if there's anything local. Just have a look. There's there's stuff out there now. It really is. It's amazing. Um, the, and yeah, I, I just think it's wonderful. Because uh, the, the technology really has like opened up, you know, these opportunities and so many like talented people are, um, you know, giving their time with classes and things like that online. And, and it is actually, you know, like making friends, you know, it is easy to make friends online, you know, yeah. and, and especially like with people, you know, how interesting it is to meet people like in different parts of the world and, yeah. you know, different where you know, you're like, and that is your, your world's getting opened up. I really love what you were saying about, you know, your Instagram, you know, I like that intentionality about it you know it's um because so often you know we use our social media and it's like oh flick 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 but actually curating it um and then it's like because then it's like you're, you're creating this space where energetically things that you are interested in are going to come your way yeah. Uh, yeah definitely I, I think for me because I, I I know years back I got into the trap of just spending time on Facebook and I'd lose hours like at work and stuff like that um, and so I kind of removed myself off of it a little bit um, and, and gave myself a, a, a time just to to be like no I can't do this I, I'm, I'm wasting too much time um, I, I, and then I found when I, I tried Instagram you know I, I, my friends are on there and stuff like that so I see their holiday pictures and, <laughs> and all that sort of stuff and it's great yeah. but I've, I've really gone in and, and made sure that there's just stuff that's inspiring me that if I'm on there and I'm, I'm killing 20 minutes that there's going to be something that is going to catch my eye and 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 just make me stop and consider what that is um I think the last one that I loved was uh there's a project in Edinburgh called um the Remode Collective and they they're just all about upcycling textiles and one of the things that they they were showing was a, a t-shirt that had like a lace pattern around the neck but the rest of the t-shirt was just trash how they took that transferred it onto another t-shirt and gave it a whole new bit of life and I was just like I've got about seven things in my wardrobe that I could totally do that with <laughs> yeah and, and so that was the thing it was just just something that inspired me um, and that made me stop and consider it while I've been watching, you know, the, the fact that my NFL team won the game at the weekend or, you know, my, my cousin's gone on holiday and it's the kid's birthday and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But uh -huh. something made me stop and just think, actually, that's inspiring. I'm going to go and uh, work out how to do that. And so, yeah, I, being intentional about stuff like that was really important for me. Hi. Alright, so we're nearly nearly out of time. Um, this has been this has been a wonderful discussion tonight. I really really enjoyed it, um, and I know that our listeners will be enjoying it as well. Whenever um, we go live um, with it, um, but my last question for you, Nikki, is thinking about now. I'm thinking that you know what would you if you were back in time and you're it's just just now it seems like you're just in this uh, 
place that's you know so full of life and inspiration and creativity and I was wondering what would you like your teenage self you know be thinking of like Nikki now you know um you know because that's the thing isn't it when we're sitting there in our bedrooms and you're like dreaming about what we would like in our lives and being you know especially you know like oh would it be a creative would it be an artist would it be this would it be that um what would you think um teenage Nikki would be thinking I think teenage Nikki would be really happy because since I was probably like 14 or 16 somewhere in around that time um, I knew that I wanted to have my own fashion shop. I didn't know sort of like specifically what, but I knew that I wanted to have my own fashion shop. Um, but the one thing I would say to teenage Nikki is to just keep going. Because um, just, and, and, and really keep trusting God actually, because I think it's the one thing throughout my whole life that I, I can't deny. It's never been anything that I've pushed for myself. I've tried to do my own thing, but I, I really believe that God's had definite set plans for me. Um, and every time I've tried to, to just do my own thing, it's it's always, I've had a really strong pushback that it's never kind of gone on. So um, I would just keep telling sort of teenage Nikki to keep that dream and go for it, but keep trusting God as well. Cause I think God's been really faithful to me in all of this. Um, and and I, I know I'm fortunate and I know I'm truly blessed uh, because of, of all the stuff that's happening. And that's not to say that it's not been hard and disheartening with times that I've really struggled, but definitely just to, to sort of keep encouraging uh, the, the really geeky, awkward Nikki that had no fashion sense whatsoever, uh, despite my, 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 th my thinking that I did. But, um, but yeah, just to keep going and, and just keep trusting God, actually. Aye. Oh, that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for coming on and chatting with me today. Thanks this for has having me. It's been really <laughs> wonderful. And um, if uh, we'll put up details on the website of Nikki's studio. And also, I'm hoping that Nikki will send us as well some of her um, like things that inspire her as well. Um, like the you know the upcycling and things like that and we can put a few websites because I think people are going to be really quite intrigued now and they're going to be having a wee check out so um, we'll put all that up on the on the details and the blog beside the podcast and so thank you all for listening um, it's been a joy to share this with you and it's been a joy to chat with you Nikki and we look forward to well I'll look forward to chatting to everybody again next month when I will have another guest, another Christian creative. So we will sign off for now and see you all later. Bye for now. Bye.